For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. It's a store. There's several of them in town. In right. Fact, they're all over the country. And you can go in there and they sell wood and they sell glue and hammers and nails. This is this place you went to yesterday. No, I'm going today. Oh, you're going today. Yeah, as soon as it we sells here. wood and like tools and stuff. Yeah, they sell lawnmowers and wow. they sell weed eaters and they sell toilets if you want to put a toilets. Toilet. They sell pipe if you want to you do some pipe. pipe, you know, plumbing. You never know when you might need some pipe. They sell ceiling fits called Lowe's, but Lowe's. Uh, yeah, and you just go in there and they have they have all this stuff. <laughs> this is a so, foreign alien land to me. Say and and it's like you you, you walk in and it's like Oh, Toys R Us for adults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. So you like going to this. Lo- My wife likes going to places oh, like that. I'm yeah. always afraid something heavy is going to fall on me. That's okay. They'll, you know, they'll find you eventually. If that tipped over, I'd be dead. You know, you would love it because you walk in the front door of Milo's, and they have these 15-foot-tall monsters for Halloween as you walk in. You oh, can you buy know. for your front yard. 15 feet tall. Nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't spending no no thousand dollars on no damn talking pumpkin in my thousand. My try three, <laughs> three. Yeah, so, no way. No, um, it's a bit much for Halloween. I'm going for plants, right? And I gotta plants. get some soil to put the plants in. Yes. I'm gonna go get me some. Uh, oh, my refrigerator. We gotta look at refrigerators. Well, you said your refrigerator was possessed. It's possessed by Sean. demons. It's possessed. It's yeah. I've I've tried to cast them out. I've what, t- what I've told them to well, come out. Like uh, blood did, ice comes in the, out. No, or? in the middle of the night, it just starts banging and making noises. It's like, let me. It's like, let me out. Let me out. I want oh out of here. Oh, my God. So it's like, I got okay. some holy water I can lend you. Well, I've, I've already tried that. It, yeah. It's not working, man. I've tried everything. I've anointed it with oil. I've told it, I've told it to come out. <laughs> you know, and, and nothing's working. So it's time just to get rid of it and throw it into the right, pit. Right, and I'm going right. to get a new one. So that's part of what we're doing today. It's our exciting life. And, and going, <laughs> and Very like, exciting. I might get an afternoon nap in after some light dusting. So my DIY projects are going to wear you out, and you'll take I'm a nap for exhausted, me. Yeah, just see? listening to you. That's right. So that's my day today. Well, I I, I don't know what I'm doing. Not, I'm, I'm meeting a friend. That's about it. Yeah. And we're going to hang out and talk about a mutual creative project. Wonderful. Uh, beyond that, I'm going to be sitting on my ass. Well, that's <laughs> Especially after yesterday, man. I, I need a day of rest after... Just all of it yesterday. But man. you have a license to do that, right? I, I am professional yeah. in, in my in my yeah. you know laziness. So Joe Biden did not go to the attack sites yesterday because, well, you know, we don't send presidents to Pearl Harbor anymore. Of course, yes. So you know, why should this one go to New York? Because why? Because we don't go to Pearl Harbor anymore. I, so. I you know I heard something about that over the weekend. I'm like, that's got to be a joke, no, right? No. no, it's Kareem. And then it was Kareem. Yeah, yeah, it was her. Yeah. She said it yesterday. You know, I mean, what that. a jackass thing to say. You know, we don't do that anymore because, you know, oh, yeah, why? Yeah. Why would you go? You know, we don't well, go to Pearl you know, Harbor. I, I kind of wish he just hadn't yeah. done anything, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, just skip it next year. <laughs> well, first of all, he probably won't be the president next well, year. Well, yeah. You know? So, Kamala, just skip yeah. it next year, please. Exactly. Uh, I, I think that uh, cackles, cackling Kamala was there yesterday, and Ugh. the kids are up there, wonderful kids, by the way. You know, they were out of school, and they don't remember this. They weren't even alive when this no. was going on. And they're like there, and they're very solemn. They knew how to act, and they were very solemn Children in reading the names. Children, Children. Yes. Children. 3,000 names. They went through them one by one by right. one. And uh, Cacklin Kamala is standing there, and she and the governor of New York are yakking it up. Just, I you know, didn't see this. Uh, that disgusts me. They thought it was hilarious. And then she goes to waving at people. Hi! She's <laughs> waving at people. Oh, with both hands, and then with one hand, and, oh, and laughing during a little Cacklin Kamala thing. Hi! How are you? And everybody's got their head bowed in a very solemn moment, and Cacklin Kamala thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Hi, you. These are some of the worst people in the world, man. Well, and then they're they, really freaking are. Yeah, well, and, and then they make a deal with 
terrorists. Uh, yeah, they make the a Ram. deal with terrorists. Well, they unfroze about $6 billion worth of previously sanctioned <laughs> money that couldn't move through any bank on planet Earth, and they opened it up for them for five Iranian prisoners on our side, and we get five uh, people yeah. back on, on their side. Right. Going against stated American policy, which right. is not to pay terrorists. Correct. And reward them for doing bad and evil crap. Because you get more of what you, you reward. You get more so of So you're going to pay these guys off. They're going to take more Americans. But but think about this for a minute, man. If you did that on February 10th, whoop de doo you know, people would probably skate on by. But they waited until nine eleven. I, I was going to say nine eleven, and and yes, they waited till nine eleven for this to go through. So I, I don't know what happened there. If they thought nine eleven would take, you know, nobody would be paying attention to it. Oh no! If they did it in some kind of nah. way to message, make no. a, put out a message of some kind. Yeah, I two, don't know. It's two fingers back at yesterday you. was really weird well, all the way around. It's two fingers at the American people by not having the president go there. And don't tell me he couldn't have got there. Yeah, that's bull crap. He, he could have flown directly from Hanoi and been there with yes. no problem whatsoever. But no, no, no. He's going to go to Alaska as far as he can be, and then Kamala laughing her way through the whole ceremony and then announcing, hey, we're giving terrorists $6 billion and five of their bad guys. Increasingly, I believe they are trying to piss us off. They are trying to get people to the point to where they're going to lose their S. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Because a lot of people are there, there's, man. There's no doubt that that is a road that they're trying to go down because they would love martial law before the election next year. Yeah, nothing else makes... Yesterday was horrible. Just oh, yeah. the, their whole attitude and, you know, the way they went about it from sure. him being in Alaska, her yucking it up, uh -huh. Pearl Harbor, all of it was just horrible. Right. Well, these are horrible people we're and talking about. so it's got to be on purpose for some reason, well, you know? Well, I, I think the reason is they are trying to trigger Americans, right? Yeah. 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 And, and the liberal media all day yesterday, they spent the day yesterday, whether it was our own beloved ABC... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we put up with it, but our own beloved ABC uh, you know. and CNN yeah. and all the others, those networks, spent the day yesterday talking about how J6 was far worse than 9-11. In fact, let me God. just give you a couple of quotes. Here's God. some quotes from the now liberal media yesterday. <laughs> 22 years ago this morning, a foreign terrorist murdered nearly 3,000 Americans. But he could not even come close to ending our ever-hurting democracy. Oh, God. That attack happened 19 years, 3 months, and 26 days later at the hands of an ersatz American. <laughs> and then they went on yesterday, and they, even, they couldn't get Osama bin Laden's name right. They said, Osama bin Biden. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you know, that is right. If the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, had taken an oath to protect and uh, defend our Constitution of the United States. Even our 45th president had. Ironically, the locus of his assault was the same building that was saved by the bravery of the passengers of Flight 93. Uh, so what, locus. what happened on J6 was right. far worse of course. than 9-11, according of to the course. liberal media. And you, I heard you uh, pointing out that yesterday you had a bunch of trannies uh, bust on into uh, Kevin McCarthy's sure did. Uh, office, sure and did. Uh, wow, they wouldn't leave. Sounds pretty insurrectiony. Well, if, uh, to if, me, by if their you own look standard. at the picture of the guy that is in prison yeah. now for sitting in Pelosi's chair with his feet up, right? These people busted into the speaker's office, went over and said they were uh, gay and AIDS activists. Sat right. in his office, linked arms, shouted and screamed. They were not invited. And by the way, on J6, the Capitol Police opened the doors <laughs> yeah, to let those guys did. in and told them to come in. Uh, they didn't open the doors into McCarthy's no. office. These people broke the door to get in. But that's okay, man. They're allies. That's you right. know, man. They're fighting the good fight. That's exactly right. So, um, The killer in the country illegally is uh, running around somewhere just outside of Philadelphia. He broke into a home last night. A homeowner oh, yeah. shot at him seven times. Don't know yeah. if he hit him or not. He got away with a 22, so now he's arms and dangerous. It's just coming out now that they have canceled school in the area up there this morning so that they don't have kiddos running around the streets with this guy. Again, the border's open, and this is what you get with an open border. This is because you know what? This guy's on the run. This guy got out. Uh, he, you know, but how many guys like that? Because apparently this guy will drop you in a heartbeat and That's not right. even think twice about oh, it. Oh, he's not going back to he, jail. He has, no, he has no feeling for human life whatsoever. Including his own. Including his own. 
How many guys like that are out roaming around that we don't even freaking know about? That's exactly man. right. So if he takes anybody with him, because he's not going to go back to jail. No, he's, gonna, he's not. He'll take himself out. He knew what he was doing when he got yeah, out of there. That's exactly you know? right. And so uh, if he takes anybody with him, blood's on the president's hands. Period. Well, you know, you're not going to hear that. <laughs> you will hear. He should be hearing that now. He's already got blood on his hands, yeah, man. That's true. Happy Tuesday. That's right. All right. All right. We'll take a quick break. More Ware and Ryman coming up for you. You know, at Hicks, Carpet One, they have the largest and best selection of flooring in San Antonio. No matter what kind of flooring you're looking for, and it might even be your commercial project. If you own a business and you need some flooring for your business, they've got it for you at Hicks, Carpet One. That's right. Whether it's tile for the kitchen area where you work whether it's laminate or carpet for the offices or right there at your house they even have the highest quality hardwood flooring anywhere in the best colors and designs too and the hottest flooring most popular floor right now is luxury vinyl plank flooring it's what i have in my house has the look of hardwood but it's scratch resistant it's waterproof it's easy to maintain it's pet friendly durable and as Nancy likes to say, it's tray-proof. <laughs> yeah, this is great flooring, and Hicks has it all. I've known Larry Hicks now. I can't even tell you how long. Uh, decades I've known Larry Hicks, and he's still there, Papa Larry, still doing his thing. But now the grandkids are running the show over there. I want you to go meet Sydney, A&M uh, grad, and Carlton as well. They're there to work with you at Hicks Carpet One. They get you the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason, Hicks will replace it for free. And no surprise pricing, no gimmicks or tricks at Hicks. No way it's all about getting you the best flooring possible at hickscarpet1.com gonna be sunny about 97 today 78 ktsa good morning we'll start Where Rima, <laughs> you were just saying that you had some funny you have well some yeah funny. and we'll get to the nurse practitioner okay we'll oh, get to that we'll do that let's do that a little yeah. later on yeah all right let's let the, let's yeah. get a little, but i i you know, far be it from me to take a personal conversation that I had with a coworker and put it on the air. But I, I'm, I'm going to do just that right now. And I'm not going to tell you who, who I'm, I'm talking about, but her initials are Elaine. And it, it kind of ties into the, uh, into the Pennsylvania story with this fugitive, okay? I, and I'm serious. We, I can't stop thinking about this, okay? Now, Elaine shared with me, Trey, that she made enchiladas yesterday. Okay, enchiladas. And right, Elaine? And apparently, you know, Ralph had some of these enchiladas. And, well, it it had a certain effect, right, on the human body. Right? He's got severe heartburn. He's got severe heartburn. <laughs> just looking at me with this blank stare. Where well, are you going, man? Gotta figure out where this is going to end up. I'm, I just told I'm Sean just... this morning. I made some enchiladas last night that yeah. would choke a goat. Yeah, and 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 you know, like if I ate one of Elaine's enchiladas, I imagine that I it would have a certain impact on my mm-hmm. lower digestive tract. Is, so are, are you saying the... is this bit going to end up in the toilet? Well, I'm, what I'm, <laughs> we had the thought because we're both true crime people, right? So mm-hmm. we're always watching forensic files and looking at crap forensically, right? And we had thought that if you could get a plate of Elaine's enchiladas to Pennsylvania uh-huh. and just kind of leave them on a porch somewhere, like right. a farmhouse, you know, maybe an Amish farmhouse. So the guy assumes it's yeah. good to eat. You know, it's Amish enchiladas. Sure. And he eats the enchiladas and takes them into the woods. Trey? You could track him. You could track him. It's called the Louisiana flower trap. <laughs> you could track him, man. He, he, Ralph called this morning. early, early Before so you got funny. here, Ralph was on the phone, and he said what to you that you are what? I'm not allowed to cook anymore. <laughs> no, he said you're banned from cooking you're for banned life. You're banned from cooking. from cooking for life. <laughs> but you could track the guy. Yeah. He but couldn't you can get track 15 him with my enchiladas. feet. You know what I thought? I think you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I wonder if she fed the I wonder if she fed the guy before he got on the airplane last week. You remember that story? Oh. <laughs> Ooh-ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, you yeah. know, that was just kind of a fun thing uh, to to toss out there. That, you know, not to get all serious, but that guy, he's, he's roaming around and he's he armed is. now. And they're looking at this going, uh, this is not good. He's got a gun down. Now, there was a lot of coverage yesterday yeah. uh, on that guy. They had a lot of folks talking about him. Uh, you know, and by the end of the day, and they told people to you know lock your stay inside. They you said they shut down some of the schools. No, there. they can't. They canceled the school in the area. I mean, you don't know. You, the guy's fast moving. Apparently, he knows how to survive on you know in the in yeah. the out of doors, so to speak. Yes, he is. He's got some experience in that regard. But he's not going in. 
He's, no, he's not going back. No, he's not going back. He's, he made that decision yeah. when he, you know, shimmied up that wall. When he, when he Spider-Man that wall, he's done, man. He's out of there, and he's never going to go back. And now that he has a twenty-two, he's a danger to everybody else and a danger to himself. And if he did that to himself, I'm good with that. It's the other people that he may take out that I got a big problem with. Well, and and, and of course, there's a larger conversation that is connected to that guy in that. The people who are now ooing and aahing over this story and, and oh, my God, we got to catch this guy, a lot of them are the very same people that have no issue with the uh, current policies along the border. Of course. Uh, Greg Abbott's a horrible human being because he's trying to keep people out. The very same people who think this story is horrible. Man, we got to get this guy. Well, you know what? Your support of those policies are why that guy's out there. Look, they opened the border. Seven million of them came across the border. Yeah. What happened was these countries, I think he's Colombia or is he uh, Brazil. Brazilian. They, they opened up their prisons and they told those guys, if you'll go to America, you're free to go. And so they did. They yeah. came to America in droves. So he's not a one-off. That's that's the whole point here, is th- these people that are living on the streets of America, and sometimes they have places to go. In, in fact, I found out the inspector general said yesterday, we don't know where these people are because <laughs> they gave us false addresses. Now, just imagine that. Somebody comes to the country illegally breaks our immigration laws, and then we expect them to be truthful about where they're staying. They're just poor refugees, right. Trey, looking right. for a better life. Right. And there's 7 million of them. Look, we were talking, another conversation with Elaine, we were talking about how it's observably true that there are more people on the streets in San Antonio no doubt. over the past two years. Right there. Right over there, man. Right they're there. everywhere. Yep. You look at Austin where they've got this refugee camp they just <laughs> emptied out. That's right. It's a, it was a famous park. It's destroyed forever now. It's horrible. You cannot tell me there's not a connection. Of course there's a of connection. Of course there's a connection. That's, how they, that's exactly why we have seen the home. They imported 7 million homeless people. God. And a bunch of them, at 150 contacts in the last few months, are known terrorists on the terror watch list. And they're here in the United States. It's not a matter of if the next attack happens. It's a matter of when. And instead of Joe Biden being an idiot yesterday, no, you know. being stupid yesterday, we should focus on that. How do we protect this country from the next terrorist attack? Because guys like this and terrorists are living amongst us right now. I don't know how you turn the corner on seven million people. I don't know how you. Well, you I don't know how you. Ma- I don't know how you. Ma- well, you can stop the hemorrhaging, sh- sure. Got to shut the door immediately. Now. But how soon is that going to going to happen? Yeah, you shut the door now. Yeah. So. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up for you on KTSA. Uh, this coming Saturday at uh, at 9 a.m. We'll be over at Alamo Water Softeners, which is on Thousand Oaks, Alamo Water Softeners. And I hope you'll come on by. Martin Bamba will be doing his show there from 9 to 11. We're going to have coffee and a good time this coming Saturday. I'd just love to meet you, hang out with you for a little bit on Saturday morning. Beginning at 9 a.m. And by the way, you can make a great deal right now on a on top of the line water softener. They have absolutely the best. And when you, for a limited time, when you purchase a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, you get a free reverse osmosis drinking water system. They'll come to your home. They'll do a water analysis. They'll figure out what state your water is in and how to best fix it by softening it, filtering it, and with a reverse osmosis drinking water system. I have one downstairs. I'm about to put a reverse osmosis system in my studio upstairs. And so I believe in Alamo Water Softeners. I was their first customer way back in 2009. I was uh, friends with the owner. So come on out this Saturday and see us. That's at 9 a.m. at Alamo Water Softeners on Thousand Oaks. Alamo Water Softeners on Thousand Oaks. Meet uh, Martin Bamba. Say hi to him as well. And then uh, log on to their website and have one of their whole home specialists come do a water analysis and see what's going on with your water. That's at alamowatersofteners.com. Is your AC working but the house is still uncomfortable? Eight. <laughs> hey, Trey. I, didn't, I haven't seen you for ten minutes. <laughs> Where you been the last ten minutes? I got a haircut, you know. Took a you shower. <laughs> Let's talk about World War Three. You want to? Sure. <laughs> hey, par hey, for the course, We're going to get to the mayor getting paddled by a drag queen. Rock on. Something I want to see happen here. I want to see Nirenberg bent over a table. But he needs more tokens for that. Trey. That's right. We'll talk about that <laughs> one, too. That's all coming up. But World War III first. Come on. Sure. Lay it on me. So little Kim took his train, and he went to Russia. Right. And he's meeting with uh, Vlad in Russia. And the idea, supposedly, is that he's going to send 300,000 troops to the war with Ukraine. Right. Wow. Wow. 
wow, World War Three. And then yesterday, the RAF, which is the British Air Force, announced right. that they're going to start running sorties over the sea there to make sure that Vlad is not blocking the grain from leaving Ukraine. I don't know if that sounds like U-boat kind of stuff and keeping the passageway open. Kind of sounds like World War II, doesn't it? You yeah, know, a smidge. You know, sinking of U-boats and we got to keep the passageway open. Well, the RAF, the Royal Air Force, is now going to be flying their sorties over the sea right there to make sure, according to the Prime Minister of the Black Sea, because what the Russians have been doing, all the grain for the world comes out of Ukraine. Sure. Ukraine grain. And so got to make sure that that grain flows. And so... Let's see, North Korea sending 300,000 troops, the British flying sorties over the Black Sea. <laughs> it's kind of sounded like World War Three to me. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you know. It, it, all the chess pieces are kind of lining up. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they really are. And, and it, at the end of the day, most uh, world conflicts are based on resources, right? Who controls what resource? Oh, of course. Of course. You know, at the end of it, really, sure. ideolo- you peel the ideological bullcrap away from it, and it's usually about some resource that we need, that right. people need. But if, if North and, Korea gets involved and China gets involved, yeah, we're involved. And- we're, well, and we are involved. You're right. Yeah. And we are woefully unprepared for anything, apparently. Wow. Well, you and I talk about this all the time. The, the munitions are down. Recruitment's down. Uh, the focus is bad. Morale sucks. Yeah. Uh, we, you, you mentioned a report a couple of days ago that if we ended up in some kind of a conflict, we could go for about two two weeks or something. One week with China. One week with China. One week. Uh, China's been scoping us out ever since Biden got into the uh, Oval Office yeah. uh, in, in, a, in a physical way. And here's why. Here's why the one-week deal. We have been sending all of our stuff to Ukraine, right. but since we're not officially in a war footing, we're not buying new stuff. So they're, you're they're, entering we're the not, We're not replenishing the no. shelves, man. I mean, no. the shelves are bare. Exactly. And it, it, it's almost like they it, – it, it's, it feels like a realignment of some kind. Like we're being gutted from within by our own government. Well, that's what it is. I mean, this while is... China has amazing access to everything right now. Well, this this is the plan of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, the WEF right. that meets in Davos. I know this is all Alex Jones crap, but it's not. It folks. really is. This is what's going on. He Klaus Schwab has said for a long time, China is the model for the world. How China operates, the amount of controls that they have over their population, the amount of control that they have over industry, right. the amount of control, just use that word, control, is the way the entire world should be run. But in order for the world to be run that way, you have to destroy the U.S. from within. Yes. Joe Biden, at the in the hands of Barack Obama, is the tool to do exactly that. And see, therein lies the historic and tragic difference between what's going on right now and what was going on in the ramp up to World War II. And, and our entrance into that is that we didn't have a government that was actively trying to destroy us Correct. at the same time. That's right. That's right. That's what we face right now. Now, the Nazis were trying the world realignment, right? Oh, and yeah. They, they were going to do the same thing, the power and control model, control sure. the people, the power over, over the people. They were doing the exact same thing that Klaus Schwab is attempting to do with China being the model for the rest of the world. But you're absolutely right. We had a government that wasn't buying off on that. We had a people. We had housewives in that. rivet factories, That's you right. know, steel factories. And and you look at look at it this way: How would World War II have gone had we been then the country we are right now? Well, we'd be all be speaking German and Gustav. <laughs> you know, yes. Your right hand would be you know in the I mean? air. Think you know? about that. Yeah, you'd be so, wearing a broken cross on your sleeve. In that regard, we are in a very dire situation. And your your Jewish friends down the street wouldn't exist. Right. Right. All that would be the case had. You know, World War II right. gone a different direction. So this is lining up, and I'm sorry to be such a bummer. No, but, they, well, but look, we're talking about what's going this on. This is the truth of yes. what's happening in your, in front of your face. Right, right. And here's the deal, man. It's the American people. Nancy said it the other day so well. We were talking about the news stories, and she spends a lot of time reading the comments. I don't. I read some right. of the comments. You know, they have comments. Oh, after, sure. And yeah. that's what she focuses on. And she's like, half of this country is brainwashed. They really <laughs> yeah. are because yeah. they're still supporting this neophyte-brained 
pudding-brained human being that they call president, right? They're still yeah. and half of the country is still supporting him, and half of the country is still mad at Trump for God knows what because Trump hasn't done anything wrong. They are in the prosecution phase. Remember what I've been saying oh, for God. months: yeah. persecute, prosecute, assassinate. Yeah. That's what they always do when there's a leader that they can't get rid of. These people can't get rid of Donald Trump. He's like a mushroom in the yard. They they are tragically mystified as to why this is not having a negative impact on him. Right. And it's having the the exact opposite. That's Everybody right. else saw it coming. I don't know why they didn't. Exactly right. But what are they going to do? They're going to have to do They're not going to allow him to be president again. No, they are again. not. No, they are not. They're, so I, what are they going to do? They're for a long time. They're going to take him out. And right. I, I hate that. I hate even saying that, saying those words out loud but look at look at who they are look at what they've been doing to this guy this is why i spend a lot of time on my heating pad in my recliner that's right <laughs> watching so, old westerns from the 1960s that's right just for i mean they, when you really take it all in it's overwhelming it's damned frightening i mean it really is overwhelming you know and uh again yeah overwhelming because we're talking about this stuff on every level uh, of of our national existence right now, and again, I don't know how you turn the corner on some of this stuff. Yeah. Again, we go back to seven million people are now in this country, yeah, illegally, and uh, with all the weird crap that goes along with that, how right. do you how do you undo that? How right. do you undo our disaster of a of foreign of a foreign policy? You know, you just look at what's happening here locally, right? And the oh, DA God. and the chief had this confab at the Catholic Church right now about the cops getting shot here. Nothing came out of it. There's no decisions that were made. There's no actionable plan. This was just to make people feel good. You know, the little people feel good. We're going to listen to you for a couple of minutes. And, you know, you're just going to feel better because we at least listened to you. Ain't a thing going to change. And you know what? When he comes up for reelection, he's going to get voted into power. Uh. It's going to happen. And this is the way this county and San Antonio, I'm going to tell you folks this all over again. I've been saying it for years. San Antonio's in the toilet bowl. And it is rolling around in circles about to go right down the drain because of the liberal leadership that people in Bear County and San Antonio have elected time and time well, again. Well, you get what you don't vote for. That's vote right. For, you know, and, I, 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 and maybe we'll get into this a little deeper next hour. But I, I bet people would be surprised who are not directly involved with the city just how deep the rot of a lot of this crap go whether it's crt stuff or it's tranny stuff or it's climate change stuff race stuff it, it, you guys have no i bet you a, a lot of folks who do interact with the city are nodding their heads right now all right quick uh, yeah quick break and we'll do more coming sure. right up we got the days coming up i want to tell you about steel chrysler dodge jeep ram on san pedro right behind north star mall where you make a solid steel deal on whatever it is you want to drive seriously if you want to find the best deal on the planet that's where you go steel chrysler dodge jeep ram easy to find just go to north star mall or right behind them okay and right now they got ram trucks all over the place they got a red one over there that is so beautiful they got a white one they got a silver one wow it's gorgeous and decked out and ready to go. They got them with all kinds of accoutrement inside, just whatever you want. It's got that big giant screen that I totally dig. I love that giant screen inside of the of the Ram truck. But on the outside, it's as tough as anything you're going to find anywhere to do the job that you need done. You're not going to miss when you buy a Ram truck from Steel. And right now, get up to $13,000 off your Ram truck or 2.9% financing for 72 months. It's all about selection and price and a very helpful, not pushy sales staff that's going to help you make the right deal that's good for you. A solid steel deal at Steel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on San Pedro right behind North Star Mall. Bank failures, the Federal Reserve tokens, so now you can do the days. <laughs> that's going to be my new standard. Yes. I must say to my wife, you know what? You want me to do the dishes? Yeah. I, I'm going to need some tokens for that. You do the dishes. You, I need you the, do the dishes. I need the, I do the dishes. You, well, no. <laughs> I do here and there. Come on. I need tokens, baby. <laughs> BS, um, you can't BS a BSer. I do the dishes every now and again. <laughs> I do, but I need some tokens. Uh, it is, uh, what is it? It's uh, September 12th. Uh, now, first, the serious one, National Police Women Day. All right. I love police. Lady cops, man. I got That's some friends who are lady cops. They are tough as nails. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. Uh, Trey, it's National Ants on a Log Day. What kind of log? <laughs> What? Describe the log to me. I want to know. Nah, I need some tokens for that. <laughs> okay. It's National Ants on a Log Day. I thought it was a dirty joke, 
but it's actually a snack food that involves celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you, they have that one candy bar that's called Log. Have you seen it? No. Yes, it's called Log. It's they log. have another, they have another log. one called Baby Ruth that's kind of like a log, but it's a different story altogether. So. Wow. Yes, thank if you. If the log rolls over, I'll be dead. Let's see. National Chocolate Milkshake Day. I love that. I'm going to get me a chocolate milkshake when I get Thank paid. You I'm going to go to Burger Boy and get me a chocolate milkshake, and I'm going to get me a big old hamburger. You know, I like me some vanilla, too, but since it's just chocolate day, I'll take it. But there's nothing better and no, nothing more purely American than right. a chocolate milkshake with a cheeseburger. You got that and right. And some fries or onion at, rings. At a diner. Go ahead. At a diner. Go ahead. Uh, finally, it's Video Gamers Day. Those of you who are video gamers oh, aren't hearing Lord. me say this because you're too too busy playing your, your video games. Yeah. Yeah, destruction of our country. There yeah. are people. I mean, I I got. I mean, that's all they do. It's yeah. just all they do is yeah. play. I know people my age. Yeah, and that's all they do. Unfortunately, yes. I've never had any interest in video games none, at all. None at all. So when they walk into a place and they shoot it up, it's just they've been desensitized to it because that's what they do all day long on Fortnite and all these other ones. Well, I think some people do. I mean, there's plenty of people that aren't going to do that. But I, no, it, no, it, but it's it it it's. I don't understand it. I don't understand the love of it or the the enjoyment of it because it always video games always just kind of stress me out. Well, <laughs> and go outside and get some sunshine too. I just find it stressful, you well, know. Okay, so Steven Tyler injured his vocal cords. How? I don't. Well, let's let's find out how he injured his vocal cords. Nothing harmful to your vocal cords about that. <laughs> okay, dude's been shrieking in, in octaves only dogs can hear for like 50 years. Well, and you know. Of course his voice is going to get a little strange. And that's the tranny national anthem, by the way. So oh, you guys in the trans community, uh, you're welcome. Um, Burbank Mayor Constantine Anthony was having a bingo night to raise money. I, I, I don't really know why he was. I guess he was raising money for his re-election or uh, yes. uh, whatever it was, yes. right? And this is all on Instagram if you want to see it. But, of course, because it's the cool, hip thing to do, he had a, he had a drag queen there, you know. Excellent. And uh, the drag queen bent him over a table and spanked him with a paddle, the mayor of Burbank, being spanked by a ta- ta- well, paddle. Well, it is Burbank. Uh, well, and I... <laughs> I've had some fun in Burbank. Okay, you might see people getting spanked by a tranny every now and again in that in that town. But still, he's he's the mayor. Yeah. It is yeah. kind of a it's, bad look for the yeah. mayor it's of a town. A, <laughs> it's a sign of the apocalypse, man. It's, it, 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 prob- it's start the snapping open them seals, man. It We're really there. Is. It's the downfall. <laughs> this is just like <laughs> nurse practitioner Susanna Gibson. <laughs> Running a competitive race in suburban Richmond for a House of Delegates 57th District and mm. online on Chatterbait. Chatterbait. She's a 40-year-old mother of two, and she's having sex with her husband online to raise money for her campaign. And so when you hear us talking about tokens, that's where the story comes from, is that she's doing sex acts <laughs> with her husband, and she's saying, you want me to do more of this, that, or the other on Chatterbait? you got to do more tokens, send me more. And I didn't you got to give me more tokens. I didn't know what Chatterbait was until I asked Jimmy. And Jimmy said, okay, Archie, I'll explain it to you. Now you explain it to the audience. Go ahead. Because Jimmy has spent a fair enough time on Chatterbait. Well, this is your Chatterbait. station. It's your station. Do you explain it to the audience? It is my station. Yeah, you tell them. You are correct. Them. I do own this joint. Tell however, <laughs> however, I'm not going to explain it. You can look it up on the Google. I kind of figured it out by the name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the name is kind of a big uh, indicator of what it is. Yes. And I'm sorry, but who do you got to be to hang out on Chatterbait? Yeah. You know, get well, thee to a psychotherapist. <laughs> and she's a nurse. <laughs> and she's a nurse practitioner. And she's raising money for her political she's campaign. She's really devoted to her campaign and to public service. And yes, it is. Well, she's providing a service, all right. <laughs> Ask her husband. Did, did she not <laughs> he's, realize? He's getting the service. Well, she's. Yeah. I wonder if it costs him more tokens. Woo! Okay, she's 40, though. Yeah, she's, she's not 40. some 19 year old idiot. No. Uh-uh. She's 40. Right. Right, 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 right. She's 40, and it never dawned on her yeah. that people were going to find out? Well, apparently not. You know, it's kind of like Joe Biden. He doesn't. It doesn't dawn on him that his lies are going to be found out. <laughs> I mean, jeez. But she's spread out all over the internet. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, her reputation precedes yeah. her because she's spread out there. That's I mean, the, the word for it, yeah. What, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, her reputation. You is, know it. Oh, and so stop. anyway, everybody is tuning in to check her out on sure. Chatterbait. It might work for her. She might be the next. You know, maybe someday she'll be president. Maybe this will carry her. You know, this will carry her along her political career. <laughs> you know, sure. Well, hey, Bill Clinton did it. <laughs> why, could, why can't well, she? Well, yeah. I mean, and she's a lot better looking than him, man. Yeah. I did see a picture. You know. I didn't go on Chatterbait, but I did. It got Kamala to vice president. Ah! <laughs> More wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. You wouldn't believe what's under the hood on this baby. Why? Let's get some quick hits in here. You want to? Sure. All right. So in Illinois, two nights ago, a major Archer Daniels Midland complex in Decatur, Illinois, blew up. This is a food processing plant. Right. This is about the 10 millionth food processing plant in America that has blown up or succumbed to fire in the past 12 months. So does somebody want to tell me who is attacking our food processing and our food distribution in this country? Well, me, you know, meanwhile, China's buying up all the uh, farmland. Just telling you. A little Bill quinky Gates, dinky, yeah. Huh? Bill Gates, yeah. Uh, but I'm telling you, we've had so many food. Uh, it just seems like oh, every yeah. day. Now, the food processing plant is burned to the ground or is blown up mysteriously. Right. Can't tell you why. Don't know how many people were injured, but, boy, it sure did blow up, man. It, <laughs> you ought to see that thing. It is fire going straight up in there. Uh, There's uh, some smoke. Ha- happens all the time, You man. know that like cheese? Like those train derailments. Happens all the time. You was going to buy some cheese? Well, it all burned up in the smoke over there. It got cheesy smoke. <laughs> You know. Right. It is weird, man. It is just weird. California passes a bill allowing judges to consider whether a parent affirms a child's gender identity during custody disputes. So here's here's the way it's going to work in California. If uh, you're getting a divorce and uh, the kid has been told, well, Okay, we don't even have to make this up. We have a case in yes, Texas. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Where a little boy, I think his name is James. Mommy well, called him Luna. Right. Yeah. So when James was with Daddy, James was a boy, and James told Daddy, I want to be a boy. But when I go to Mama, Mama, who is a child psychologist, by the way, <laughs> sounds to me like she right, needs to right. shrink herself, would, yeah. would put James, her boy, in clothing of uh, dressed like a girl, send him off to school and call him Luna. And he didn't want that. He said, I'm a boy. Mama wanted him to be a girl because obviously Mama didn't get a girl. It didn't turn <laughs> well, out that and Mama, way. Mama, I guess, feels Mama's a little boring. Yeah. Uh, so you got to make right. her special somehow. So, so the kid's a tranny. There you go. So now in California, the judge will look at that and go, oh, she gets to keep him because she's affirming his gender identity. So she gets, she automatically in California will get the right. custody of of the kiddo are we shocked no oh, oh no <laughs> you know you know it's at this of, point the top of the hour we we're talking about a, a, a mayor out there getting paddled we were talking about in virginia this woman who's on chatterbait and she's chatterbait. making videos right. to to raise money for it really it truly is sean it's it's a disease in our society and it is the downfall of the american society sure we laugh about it and all that kind of stuff but I don't want it to be lost in the laughter and the levity of the moment that our society is crumbling in, before our very eyes. Well, it's yeah, crumbling. and it's crumbling at the hands of stupid people. Well, of course. You know, and, and uh, you know, if, if this country comes to its knees, it'll be because, uh, in large measure, of, like, of morons like this, like the woman we were just talking about. Because uh, at the heart of a lot of this tranny stuff, like a lot of everything else, is really selfieism. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, and it's all an ego trip. Sure. Uh, it, you know, and you can talk about the, the end times or the final days yeah. of Rome. Yeah. And kind of where Rome was. Look at kind what of they the were same doing. thing, yeah. you know, in our own regard. Well, think about it. You got a mayor of a major city, you know, and, yeah. and although you did say it's Burbank, right? But <laughs> Well, I've partied in Burbank. Well, so, you know. I've been there myself. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, in Burbank or wherever it's happening, you got a mayor. And that's supposed to yeah. be a leadership position. It's supposed to be an example for the community. Right. And do you know what his answer was when he got slapped back? No. He said, are you jealous? Uh, are you, je- class are you act, jealous? Man. Yeah. What a classy guy. So that's what we have going on in our country right now, yeah. where society and our morals, and if you don't hold it together with some sort of moral fabric in your society, it falls apart and you got total anarchy well, and a mess. Just the rule of law. Correct. Just maintaining the rule of law. If you can't do that, and we're getting dangerously close to not being able to do that. That's right. 
Well, the whole thing is over, you know. So, and one one other story before the break here. Uh, baby boomers and silent generation are blaming self-checkouts for worsening loneliness. Um, you know, are you serious? This, is, this is an interesting thing, though. This is an, an interesting take on this story. Well, yeah, I kind of see where it's going. All right. Yeah, so we had COVID, right? Right. And everybody went home for COVID. Right. And some people didn't come back you and i came back but we have people on the station who didn't come back right we have people that are still working at home half the building is empty yeah. and that's the case in a lot of other places as well all yeah, across it's not the peculiar country. to us yeah. no in fact most of washington believe it or not a lot of people don't know this but uh, most of washington dc the bureaucrats are not back yet they're yeah. working remotely from home right so that's loneliness it's creating an epidemic of loneliness in our society adding to it is now uh, the silent generation, which are the older people. They're, they're right. the people who were born before baby boomers. So that would be our parents. Sure. And to a certain degree, our grandparents, although most of them are dying off at this point. They're the silent generation. They would go to an HEB, and the only human interaction they may have that day would be the mm -hmm. checkout person. Yeah. And now that the checkout person is an actual computer and not a person, they're losing that human contact, right. and they're starting to realize that it's affecting them in ways inside of themselves because of the loneliness. Because, again, that checkout person may have been the only person that they interacted with that day. And in some of these stores, now, albeit the smaller stores, but some of these grocery stores, these checkers who had worked there forever and ever develop these relationships oh, with sure. these folks. I, look, I've been going to the same HEB for 12 years, 10 years. You know, you do. You, you, it's, you like, I like seeing the same people over and over again. I, I've said. Well, I can tell you. I see yeah, what you're ahead. saying. Go well, I mean, it's like my wife was in the bike banking industry, and a lot of that's going online. Yep, same thing. And the older folks were the ones who had the hardest time of it because they were used to going and inter they had relationships with that's the correct. tellers. That's correct. And they don't know what to do because they closed the bank down. And, and it, wasn't an, it wasn't just the relationship in a professional manner. That was the only contact yes. that they had. So now people are getting lonely. We have an epidemic of loneliness in this country because we've gone so automated with tellers at the bank, yeah. with checkout people. Even when you go to a restaurant now and you sit down, somebody brings you your food, but they got a thing on the table where you run your credit card on the table, and they're yeah. gone. They bring you your food, throw it on the table, and they're gone. You don't have the interaction with a wait person. Person. And so what's happening now with baby boomers to a large degree, but most certainly the silent generation, the people that are older, the baby boomers, they're not having human interaction. And so many of them are locked up at home. Right. And then when they try to get out, there's nobody to interact with, and they are extremely lonely. And well, that's I'm bad. sure they are. Yeah. I'm sure they are. You know, you look at the the younger generation. Well, they've this, they've grown up in this. Yeah, I, I think it's affecting more people than we realize Jeez. across the age spectrum, in, in just how we interact with each other, when we interact with each other. It's just the younger you go, the more used to it they are. That's right. That's uh, right. But with the older folks who are used to seeing the same dude behind the counter, where they pick up their newspaper, or they go buy their loaf of bread, right. or they the bank teller. They, this is their whole lives. That's how they've lived. Well, and for, now it's gone. For 20 years, we lived in this one neighborhood, and on the corner of our neighborhood, just like your Circle K, I had what was called a Tiger Tote, and it was an Exxon store. <laughs> right. It was like your, it was like your right. Circle K. And the manager that entire 20 years was the same guy. He worked there in the mornings. His name was Ross Vaughn, and I would go in there every morning, and I would you know, either put gas in the vehicle if I needed or go inside and get right. me a Gatorade for the morning. At that time, I was dipping snuff, so I'd get my snuff or whatever. But the point is, Ross and I would interact. We would, I would sure. stand there and just chit-chat with him for two or three, four, five, ten minutes. Uh, I, I'll never forget the day that Dale Earnhardt died in his race car crash. He, Ross was not a race car fan, but the next morning, Monday morning, he wanted to talk about Dale Earnhardt. He just asked it so yeah. many questions. He knew I was a race car driver. Wanted to, so we had human interaction. We had that connection, if you will. And with all this automation that's going on, humans are losing that connection. Well, we are. And it, you really, if you think about uh, the reality of a pure fascist state, it is a constant, unrelenting state of loneliness and isolation. You want people isolated. Even if it's just in their own minds as far as what they feel comfortable saying or not saying. And we're losing that. And we're, we're willingly walking into it. You know, I'm, I'm on social media. We all are. But there's a, a disconnect that, uh, that comes into being as a result of communicating with people in that way. 
so I, yeah, for the older folks, it's it's the hardest on them most of all. But I I think it's really a changing humans and how we interact all across the board. Can it's, I share what you said during the pandemic when you and I were at home? You said it on the air, so right. I'm not sure. outing oh, you yeah, on anything. Yeah. You said, I've got to get back to the station because this is starting to screw up my mental thinking. It was. I've got to get with people again. Yes. And that's yes. when we came back. Yeah. And you you said on the air, this is screwing up my thinking, man. Well, my my yeah, brain is going bad. Yeah, to, to go someplace and to interact with people, whether it's at your job or, you know. I'm the guy that if I have my, my choice, I don't use the self-checkout. I, I always want to find somebody. That's just me. And I, I learned a lot about that during COVID when it was the opposite. We all were, you know, off in our bedrooms or our, you know, offices at home or what have you. And uh, it was very hard on, on the mental state. If, in other words, if you had other stuff going on, going into that, it magnified whatever issues you had. That much isolation, that much time spent being alone. Uh, some people fit right into it and they're fine. You know, but other people, and I guess I was one of them, it really had a negative effect. It really was tough. I'm one of these guys that I interact with the servers at the restaurant and stuff. I yeah. don't just say, here's my oh, order yeah. and bring it to me. I talk to them and I, you know, I chat them up a little bit and all that kind of stuff because I'm that way. And in, in, our, in our circle of friends, Nancy and I have a group we call our crew. <laughs> and right. we try to, a couple of times a month, Get the crew together at our place, at their place. I don't know, wherever, you know. I try to ride motorcycles with them on the weekends and all that kind of stuff. Because you have to have that human connectedness, that interaction. And now with all the automation at the stores, that's one more part of that human connection and interaction that we're losing. Well, wait till AI takes over the rest of it, you know. And <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you know, and it's all going to be artificial. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's sad. But we soldier on, man. Keep talking to each other. That's right. Keep hanging out with each other. That's right. And if you got a chance, go stand in line and interact with the – Because yes. you know what? That person behind at, at HEB who's checking you out, that person may need some human interaction too. I've been on that side of the counter, yeah. and those relationships mean every bit as much to the person standing there as they do to you. Yeah. It, it really is true. All right, quick break. Safe showers for you and your uh, betterment, for your gorgeous bathroom. If you want to improve the look and the feel of your bathroom, get a safe shower. Yes, sir. They can do it for you at Safe Showers where they come in and they replace exactly what you have now with a beautiful, gorgeous, all-new Safe Shower. Low step-up entry, non-slip floor, that kind of stuff. You can put grab bars in it. Listen, you design this thing. You tell them what you want. And then they build it and they bring it to your home. And in less than two days, they take out what you have now, all the way to the studs, and put in a brand-new, gorgeous Safe Shower. And right now, for a limited time during the month of September, Buy your safe shower, and they will add a teakwood seat. It's about a $650 value. You get it for $0 when you buy it right now at Safe Showers. By the way, they have excellent finance rates available for you and take $1,000 off. So September is your month to replace your shower right now with a gorgeous shower from Safe Showers. 210-655-1111. Sunny 97. It's 78 now. KTSA. Good morning. Still working that closure on one. And online at KTSA.com. We are wearing Rhyme and Go. Hey, what, you know, we, we. <laughs> okay. I'm God, not, you're so pushy. I'm not pushy, am I? Because you stop being so damn pushy. Isn't he pushy, James? He's so pushy. Very needy, too. And I, and I said to him, I, he called me pushy, and I said to him, you want to see pushy, sweetheart? And he said, don't call me, sweetheart. We're in the workplace. I'm calling HR. This whole <laughs> thing feels said. awkward all of a sudden. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we've hit some important topics, but once again, we've let the big story just walk on by us, Drake, Uh-oh. as if it ain't even there. All right. Really falling down on the job. What's here. going on? Drew Barrymore is a scab. What? She's a scab. Oh, Drew yeah. Barrymore. Oh, yeah. She's a scab. She's forcing people to cross picket lines, Trey. Yes, she, These she poor is. writers. Yep. yep. Okay. Now, the story, this is. Now, you know, we talked about this yesterday briefly. Yes, we, we yeah, no, I know. She crossed, the, she crossed the picket line. Well, I couldn't remember her name. Yesterday, I was like, who was her well, name? Well, yesterday the story it was that she's coming back. Right. She got a lot of grief for that because of the, of the writer's strike. Yep. And so then she put out a statement saying, I own this choice. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to bring, uh, I guess we're going to tell you about the strike. You know, we're, we're not uh, doing any new stuff or something like that. I don't know. I don't give a crap. Uh, right, right. But then, That's it, but right then there. it became, it, it, she did that and then it got worse. Uh, let's see, just here's an example of a response to Drew Barrymore 
going back on the air with her insipid midday show uh, while all these poor writers are, are, are struggling. So who is writing her opening monologue and literally everything else on this show when it starts up again next week? Scab writers. Ugh. Gross. Drew Barrymore is great. Writers that want to eat yeah. and pay well, bills. Well, right. granted, you know, the, they're the, sleeping the, in the, cars. They're the, the, right. Well, you know, I. But it, it, let's be honest, okay? Most of America doesn't give a crap. Not at all. Not well, one I, bit. I, if Drew Barrymore never went on the air again, I don't think I'd notice. Not at all. Watching these people tear each other down over who they support, what they do, what they're not going to do, whether they have writers or they're not going to have writers, whether. Freaking Kimmel is in the UK or Fallon or wherever the hell. Fallon, yeah. Most Americans, it's not even a blip on. We haven't even noticed. Nope, don't care. We really haven't noticed not that you guys don't have any writers. Don't care. Don't you know care. what I mean? Not gonna watch. So I, it, it, but this is what people who you know hang out in Malibu. This is what they do with their free time, you know, and they sure. got they got some days to fill. Well, I mean, and they, they really have. I mean, they think more of themselves than the country thinks of them. They really do, and they 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 are very self important. When most of the country could care less whether she's on the air or not. Well, or the stri- uh, I mean, I look, I Elaine's right. I want you know whatever you, the market will bear if you can earn it as a as a writer. Sure, most writers don't have a union back them up though uh, uh in their efforts to get published uh so whatever but you know they're not working in a freaking coal mine these aren't uh, uh we're not we're not you know arguing for the rights of 12 year olds in an iron factory in 1912 you know it, 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 this is not something that is besetting mo- but to them you're right it's the most imp- this is the great battle of yeah. our lives yeah. you know uh, yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, then, you know, whatever. Your movies suck. It's man. the classic definition of a first world problem. Yeah, you know, yes, it yes. is the classic really definition kind of that. Because it's like, okay, so I'm not going to miss Wait. Drew Barrymore or most of the other well, shows. No, most. I, I don't watch hardly any TV of that kind anymore. We should, you know? when we have time, we should break that down a little bit because uh, you know the whole cable industry is dying. It's it's falling in on itself right now because people are so sick and tired of buying something, paying for something for 500, 600 channels, and they watch maybe three or four, right? And so that's why streaming, and not only streaming becoming very popular, but individual show purposes are becoming very popular as well. So people are now down to not just buying a stream from a streaming company, but they're down to just paying for individual shows when they can. Well, appointment watching is over. That that no longer exists. Oh, 7 o'clock Thursday night? Yeah, or even on cable when you see something coming up, you know. uh, And and I think also I think a lot of people have noticed sort of the underlying vibration of wokeness that's, you know, through all of it. No matter what kind of a show you're watching, it's there. Number one reason. And people are tuning out to that crap. And there's a lot of that on on the cable stations and the streaming uh, networks. 100% true. We continue in just a minute more, Warren Rima. So your backyard, how about, you know, turning TV off and heading out to the backyard and making some memories with your friends and family. This hour, this half hour, we were talking about, you know, people getting more lonely because they're more isolated and spending more time by themselves. Wouldn't you love to have a place where you could spend time with your family and your crew? Well, Diamond Decks can build that place for you. No matter what your current situation is, no matter what your backyard is like right now, Diamond Decks will use quality materials and some really cool thinkers to come up with a wonderful place where you can make those kinds of memories. And at the end of the day, that's all you take with you is the memories. Imagine hosting a beautiful backyard barbecue. you got the family, the kids are running around. You know, your friends are over there, too, and they're enjoying what you're cooking outside on that beautiful grill-type outdoor kitchen that they built for you at Diamond Decks. And a gorgeous, gorgeous outlay of the place, whether it's concrete or whether it's some sort of, you know, Trex deck or whatever. They can do it all for you at Diamond Decks. I trust these guys. They're doing work for me. And I know they can do it for you, too, at Diamond Decks. Just log on to their website and mention Trey Ware when you do at DiamondDexTX.com. Bank failures, the Federal Reserve. We're in Rhyme KTSA. Quick update on this guy that they're this dirt bag they're looking for in Pennsylvania that escaped from the prison. Uh, overnight, he broke into a house. He took a twenty-two long rifle. It's got a scope and a flashlight on it. Mm. And um, he is now super armed. He's always been super dangerous. And um, he the the reward has now been raised from ten thousand to twenty five thousand. The police have cordoned off the area up there. Right. They are doing reverse nine one one calls. They've closed down the schools. They're telling people to not leave. Don't go outside. 
and obviously you and I were just sitting here talking about guys like this, dirt bags like this. First thing is, he's not going to go back to prison. He's he's snuck. You know, he got out. Uh, if they capture him, he's one of these guys going to blow his head off, you know, or something. But the problem is who he takes with him. He has no way of feeding himself right now. He shaved his face. We've seen him clean shaven on a ring doorbell. So, you know, chances are he's looking for somebody, he can, you know, at an ATM and get some bucks, send somebody into a grocery store or, you know, right. Chick-fil-A or something for some food. So he's, you know, probably looking for somebody he can do something with or hold as a hostage to get him out of some sort of situation. But definitely, you know, they're on to this guy yeah. now. Yeah, and he, uh, I guess he had, he had some family in the area that uh, right. he contacted, and they, and they called the cops That's to their right. credit. Uh, so I wonder if the overall plan was hook up with my relatives and then try to get back across the border. I don't know, across the border? Yeah. I don't know. yeah. But, yeah, he's going to start reaching the desperate stage fairly quickly if it's he's not, not already, already there. Yeah. And once he gets desperate, you know, he'll, yeah. this, this guy will do anything. Yeah, he doesn't care about life. No. Yeah, he's made that per- abundantly clear with his past actions. He has absolutely nothing to lose at this point because if he goes, he should have been executed, right? He, well, that, this, is a, this is a prime point for the death penalty, but that's another discussion for another didn't time. Didn't he stab a woman to death in yeah. front of her kid, in mm-hmm. front of her child? That's right. You know, I mean, he's about as bad as you can get. So it, they're right to be overcautious with this guy in the loose, man. Now at 10000 that's what the reward was to oh, just yeah, a minute ago, yeah. they had these guys driving around in Jeeps now with ARs all right. over the Jeeps. Families, uh, you, you know, I guess you could call them vigilantes if you want, but they're just people who are out there. That's the reason they give a, a reward. They're out there wanting the reward, so they're kind of on the hunt, too. At 25000 I guarantee you, Sean Ryman, there are people from all over this country right. that are headed to Pennsylvania because they want to get the money, too. Well, we'll see so, what happens by the end of the day. Uh, hopefully they get him soon because, yeah, he's a he, – the more desperate he becomes, the more dangerous he becomes. I mean, that's an obvious point. I told you Dana Perino on her show yesterday said uh, she had talked to a Navy SEAL, and she said, because oh, yeah. this guy's been apparently living in the woods. They yeah. all do that, right? And uh, so she she asked the Navy SEAL, how long would it take you guys, Navy <laughs> SEALs, to find this guy? And Navy SEAL said about 10 minutes, because that's what we do. You know, we go yeah. through jungles, and we look for bad guys in the jungles. It would take us about 10 minutes. But you got posse comitatus. And you cannot. And what that means is you can't use the military for law correct, enforcement. Correct. Right? Yes, you do not. And, man, you'd never want to violate that. This administration, these folks that are running the country right now, they would love that because next year they would love uh, to have an event on the streets. Right. Which I fully believe this is what New Mexico is about right now. This gun ban in New Mexico, the Second Amendment violation by the governor of New Mexico, I believe is a precursor to what they want to try to do next year leading up to the election. Well, it's a very strange thing to do. I mean, she has to know it's going to be appealed and it's going to be fought and there are going to be people like uh, the, I think the, the sheriff's department of some county is saying, I'm not going to enforce it. Uh, state cops are saying, I'm not going to enforce it. She had to have known going into it that that would be the, the, the result. She said she did. So, again, we always have to ask ourselves, so why are you doing it? This is why. You know, what's the real run. why here? Uh, it's a test run. You're right. She's can, high. Can you do it? Yeah. She was on the short list for vice president before Kamala. Right. Kamala actually officiated her wedding. I didn't know that. Yes, oh, sir. wow. So she is, she's in the end. She's in the circle yeah. of, of these folks. And so, obviously, what happened was they went to her and asked her to do this test run based on what their plans are for next year to launch something and have this shutdown next year and try to take your guns away, suspend you from carrying guns. Well, and they'll see all of the legal recourses that will take place. So when they want to do it on a different scale, they know what to expect to a a certain extent. That's exactly right. You know, and uh, uh, so it's scary stuff. And, uh, you know, don't 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 try that in Texas. Now, you just (laughs) you just (laughs) that's right. You just said an interesting word. You said scary. Do you want to hear what the end of the world is like? (laughs) Sure. Do you want to hear it? Are you ready? Yes. Lay it on me, man. McDonald's will no longer have the soda machine so that you can refill your own soda. You can't refill your own soda and Mickey D's no more. That, well, you can now, but they're going to start phasing. It's the apocalypse, man. They're phasing them out. It's the end of times. Well, you know, I've always said because you got a bunch of you-know-what holes in the world, right? Right. 
the rest of us who mind ourselves and follow the rules and we stay clean and all that, we can't have nice things. You got to take it away from we everybody. We just can't. We can't. We can't. And uh, plus, then you uh, get rid of the need to have somebody on uh, on the payroll to clean that stuff. Correct. Winky, so, winky. Every time I've gone into a, to a McDonald's over the past several years, you go over to the drink station, the filling station, and it's a mess. It's got <laughs> well, yeah, it's sticky. The people floor are got, awful. Yes, they take out the the straw and they throw the wrapper down right yes. there. They don't even throw the wrapper in the trash, you know. And the drink lids are scattered all over the place, and it's all sticky. So McDonald's is saying because people are coming in with their own cups and filling yes. up and walking out. And because there's such a mess, we're talking hygiene here, we are still going to offer free refills, but you're going to have to give it to an attendant. The attendant goes behind the counter. The attendant fills it up and brings it back to you, man. Isn't society in general just becoming kind of childish? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we can't yes. we can't handle a soda fountain machine anymore. That's right. That's right. Collectively. That's right. It makes more sense for them to do it behind the counter. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. The apocalypse is coming, Sean. Well, you know. There it is right there. You know, uh, I'm going to go make some popcorn and uh, kick back <laughs> and watch it all transpire. That's right. You so. know. Uh, I, I, again, we, we don't mean to come off so depressing and because all the news just seems to be unhappy, well, you know, and it's uh, that's why we try to joke about it here and there. just come off as those two old dudes in the Muppets. What do you mean? Oh, stop it. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, we <laughs> Wal- what are you talking about? I am about? an old fart, and I own it. I Wal- don't Dorf care anymore. And Statler. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm an old. We're a couple of old farts. No, we're, we're kind of sliding in that direction. Speak for yourself. I'm going to speak for you too. We're a couple of old farts. <laughs> Do you need any get tokens? off my lawn? Can I get y'all some tokens? Yeah, to I, need make some you feel to- I need some more tokens to take this further. <laughs> <laughs> are either of you guys just going to go to bed? I get out. Okay, so here's the deal. Check this out. I said this earlier that I'm going to drop the whole I love you San Antonio thing because that's even questionable. Oh, my God. And at the end of the show, I'm going to start saying, I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. That's that's my new sign off. You should do it. Make it a new benchmark. I don't know about. Well, I was saying yesterday. I said right there. I don't I know about you, but I'm going to bed. I was saying yesterday, you know about how every president has their one little line that follows them throughout history. <laughs> yeah. Kennedy, do nice not what your country can do for you. Right. That's got to be Biden's, man. Yeah. Reagan's was, uh, I own this microphone. <laughs> but, you know, I, he had a I bunch, I don't know about though. you, but I'm going to bed. He's the president of the United going States. Going to bed. <laughs> no more I love you, San Antonio. Ooh, no more. Trace, tra- he's trading it up. Or he's I don't know about it up, you, man. but I'm going to bed. There you go. September 16th. Yes. This coming Saturday. Oh, yes, yes. A couple of things that will be going on. First of all, going to be over at Alamo Water Softeners at 9 a.m. Martin Bomb will be doing his show from there. And suicide awareness. Right. And their family was touched by suicide. Obviously, mine has been touched by that as well. And, but really, it's just an opportunity for us to get together uh, over at Alamo Water Softeners on Thousand Oaks at 9 a.m. to see Martin Bomba do his show, and I'll be there hanging out, having some Soul Bird coffee, and I hope everybody come by. Very cool. So that's going to be there. a great event, yeah. And then that afternoon, the uh, Guardians of the Children, this is a motorcycle club that I'm familiar with, they're going to have a deal at Holotus Fairgrounds out in your stomping grounds. It's in my neck of the woods, yes. yes. It is. And it's free uh, all day long, and they're going to have all kinds of vendors and mm-hmm. food and drink and stuff like that available. You can buy tickets for a chance to win uh, your choice of two motorcycles, one of, <laughs> one of two, Harley-Davidson motorcycles. They've also got diamonds they're going to be giving right. away and all kinds of real cool prizes they're going to give away. But it's all a fundraiser for the Guardians of the Children. I've talked about it on my show where the Guardians of the Children, they what they do is uh, when a kid is being uh, abused, and most times it's a family member, right? Uh, they come in and they're kind of the defender of the child. They really are there to help the child realize that there's hope and there's somebody who really cares for them. Right. So they even go to court. Like when the child goes to testify, a lot of times they're testifying against dad or uncle or brother or something right. like that. And they'll even show up at the court and be there as just a support you know, group for that child in some instances the child is being harassed you know right. and whoever the abuser is sometimes be driving up and down the street and they've actually been called at two or three o'clock in the morning and their their motto is when a child calls we ride 
Right. And they'll go over and just park in front of the house. <laughs> and if the abuser is driving up and down in front of the house, causing, you know, harassing the child, next time they drive them down the house, there's, you know, a dozen or more motorcyclists, right. bikers standing in front of that house. Well, that kind of changes the attitude a little changes bit. Changes the dynamic just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, they they right. decide that's not a good idea anymore. So that's in Helotus. This Saturday. And nobody does a street festival or an open-air open festival like Helotus, man. You've been there. <laughs> You've done it oh, yeah. many times. And they're going to have a free concert with the Spasmatics. Now, oh, excellent. Everybody loves the Spasmatics. That's cool. They that's very cool. They are huge, huge. So free concert on the, this coming Saturday, and I'll, I'll see you there. So Excellent. Very cool. Look forward man. to it. Okay, let me get a word in here for Quarter Moon Plumbing and uh, AC. Quarter Moon Plumbing and AC for your family, your family's protection. Uh, you know, plumbing problems are a massive headache, but they don't have to ruin your day because Quarter Moon is here. The good guys at Quarter Moon will roll a truck to you to take care of whatever your problem is. If it's a leaky faucet or a marshland out front because you broke a main line, they take care of all that for you with speed and efficiency. That's what it's all about at Quarter Moon Plumbing. At Quarter Moon Plumbing, they take care to take care of you and your family and if it's an ac issue you bet they can replace your ac unit with a brand spanking new unit it's going to have all the great warranties involved with it top of the line name brands and a factory trained technician will install that unit for you it'll look great and it'll keep you nice and cool in your home whether it's your comfort or whether it's your plumbing which also is comfort your friends at quarter moon are ready to take care of you at any time just log on to the website when you need them quartermoonplumbing.com hi trey ware here the local family auto repair